All right, and hello, everybody. Welcome to The Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead. I am your host, and today it is Monday, February 28th, 2022. Boy, did February go by like a blur. Was it just me? I hope you're all well. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in on the Foxhole, on Twitch, on DLive, on Rockfin, on Pilled. Um, where else am I? I think that's it for now. I'll have to get live on Rumble one of these days. Uh, but hope you're all doing well. We are going to be covering a few different things today. I have been just like I'm sure so many of you paying attention to the absolutely crazy events that are going on right now. Uh, the aftermath of these truckers in Canada. We're going to talk a little bit about that based on what we know. Uh, big shout out, of course, to the truckers in the US of A. I got a note from somebody saying the People's Convoy in the US is now over 7,000 vehicles, 30 miles long, as per state troopers in Oklahoma. Support our truckers and patriots. So shout out to you guys, America, giving it a go. Hopefully we learned all the lessons from what went down in Canada. Totally different country, different leader, working for the same people. But, you know, watch your six. And I wish you guys all the very best. I'll see if I got some uh, videos and some images and stuff we can catch up with later. But we're also watching all of this craziness going on with Ukraine and Russia. And I know everybody's thinking about this and talking about this because the media is, as I've been saying, they hold the laser pointer. And wherever they point the laser pointer, everybody's like, oh my goodness, truckers, pandemic, food shortages. Ukraine, Russia, World War III, and we keep falling for it, and it's incredible. There are a lot of things happening in the world, but isn't it interesting how we all get hyper-focused on a few key events that are happening? I mean, I know it's a big deal, but there's a lot of big deals going on, and it's not all bad news either. I think there's a lot of people out there, sadly, that are getting addicted to the bad news. We're getting used to it. We're getting acclimatized to the bad news, but we forget about the bigger picture of why all this is happening and where this could go. I mean, obviously there's a lot that uh, is quite alarming that's going on. I know there's a lot of concerns out there about psyops around every corner or the fact that uh, we're totally doomed to fail and this is all just going to blow up into some kind of World War III scenario or they're going to release another virus or the governments are going to start crack down, cracking down all over the world and it's all hopeless because the truckers aren't in Ottawa now and the trucker convoy in the US is doomed to repeat the same mistakes and there's just nothing we can do except sit here and look at this and play our violins as the Titanic sinks. I see a lot of that out there, guys. And I am here to say, hey, you're free to have that very negative, pessimistic, and hopeless worldview. Um, maybe you're right. But on this show, I keep it positive because I know that there's two major forces at work right now. And I don't believe everything is a psyop, although... Speaking of psyops, we got to get into Ukraine in a bit here. Um, but I don't believe it's hopeless. I don't believe it's over. I actually think, and for people that are wondering how things are recovering in Canada after this whole trucker thing and the green shirt Gestapo coming in to shut everything down and send everybody home and the media and the government officials comparing everybody to Nazis and racists and some other stuff we're going to get into. It's just insanity. But what's amazing is that after that happened, that woke up a lot more people. 
to the fact that what we're being told by the media, by these officials, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You got to do your own independent fact-checking and research. So that's a good thing. So that means people are now thinking about, well, wait a minute, the people that were just calling these truckers a bunch of terrorist insurrectionist Nazis, they were, they're telling us that Putin is big, bad Putin is going in to slaughter all a bunch of innocent civilians in Ukraine, and he's going to kick off world war three. And it's going to be thermonuclear war by the end of the summer, right? That's, those are the different narratives that we're batting the ball back and forth. And the same people are directing those, both of those shows brought to you by Vanguard, BlackRock, Madison Avenue, the six mega corporations that own and run and control most of the information you see here and read, unless of course you're on these platforms and you can have some time to sit down and get an alternative view. Um, but in the end, I guys, I'm just here to present what I have. I have my particular view of things. I have my own take on the world affairs and how this has all been going down and what's happening. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, isn't there? There's a lot of stuff that's hard to explain. And I've been looking at this for a long time and I'm just one limited lens based on what I can do. That's going to provide you with a different perspective, hopefully. And that's doesn't mean it's the hundred percent ironclad truth. It just means it's a different perspective that you can consider while everybody else is giving you their perspective. And then you can make up your own mind because I, I know you guys can do that. I believe we can do that. Maybe not everybody, but we got to give everybody the opportunity, right? And that's what this is all about. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. Um, make sure you go back and check out some of my recent work. Let me just quickly show you what I've been up to. If you head over to dwtruthwarrior.com, that is my main webpage. From this webpage, it will branch off into all the other sites and projects that I'm involved with. It'll have uh, selected archives of past shows that I really want to show you guys. Uh, it also connects to where you guys can follow me for my live shows. Um, obviously, Cult of the Medics. I'm going to be diving in really hard. I'm prepping the battlefield for chapter six or chapter seven now. We're on chapter seven. Starting the second half of this series that I'm putting everything I got into. But you can go check out the first six episodes and six chapters of this series right now for free. You can click the image on this site or you can go over to cultofthemedics.com. Make sure you're all caught up on the first six chapters. And then strap yourself in for chapter seven, which is going to kick off the second half. And that's coming up soon. I'll have more announcements on that as we go. Just want to point out as well, I put together an argument here. It's about 30 minutes long. Uh, I did another drive with Dave. I do these things usually when I'm on my way into town to go pick up water. I go buy uh, reverse osmosis water and go hang out with those guys a bit. So I usually drive in and I got some time on my hands. So I give you my thoughts on different things. And this one was going after the argument that everybody's talking about of, uh, they're talking about, hold on, there's a, my computer wants to take off into outer space for some reason. Just give me one sec. Okay, we'll settle that down. Um, so this one is the argument that everybody's throwing at you uh, regarding this whole vaccine debate, which for one, some weird reason, we're not even talking about on the media anymore. And Twitter has been very silent on this. But anyways, it's still out there. Everybody wants you to get the shot. And this argument comes out from people that says, well, the government is not taking your freedom. What freedoms have you lost? Well, I debunked that. 
And I talk about exactly the freedoms that have been lost and how important it is that we understand the real situation that we are all in right now. And so I give you some of my ideas there. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, did some really good interviews lately. Went on the Missing Link uh, podcast with Jesse Hall. And he's also been so kind as to get me in touch with Dr. Judy Mikovits. So much gratitude to Jesse for hooking that up. I'll be trying to get a hold of her and hopefully arranging an interview soon. I know she's a busy lady, but we're going to try to make that happen. I thought it was a good interview, guys. Uh, we covered a lot. Then this one, Here for the Truth, my two brothers, Joel and Eurasimus, Here for the Truth. They have a fantastic podcast. Um, and we did, I got to be their first returning guest, episode 58. We had a really good conversation. I was a little bit tense that day, so there might be a few extra F-bombs in that interview. Just a heads up. Um, but you know, that's just how it goes. And, uh, what else do we got? Oh, check it out. My official, one of my official sponsors for my entire, well, this is the official sponsor for my entire cult of the medics program rise attire. They have an amazing series of shirts and hoodies and all kinds of, they got, even got pads for your mouse, for your phone, for your laptop, uh, lots of cool stuff, very high quality. They did an amazing job. And you can go and check it out. And it really helps to spread the word, get the conversation going. And uh, for some people that have been like, why are you promoting the evil symbols of the cult of the medics? I'm not promoting those symbols. Uh, this is about getting conversations going and identifying those symbols and putting them up in a way that people may have not seen before because everybody identifies with these symbols as being all about love, light, and helping people. Um, but of course, if you've watched the series, you know that Nothing could be farther from the truth. Um, and so, yeah, I think uh, they did an amazing job. There's also a level of mockery that kind of comes into play here when it comes to symbolism. So two can play at this game, guys. Two can play at this game. So, yeah, just wanted to go through that. Also, really quickly, um, we've been talking a lot. Let me just come back to you. We've been talking a lot about the truckers and supporting the truckers and um, finding ways that we can disconnect as much as possible from this matrix beast system. And so I've been talking for a while about this concept of starve the beast. And this is just one action that we can do no matter where you are right now. There's a lot of things we can do. I got some ideas. I'm sure you do. But one really good idea is to stop supporting these big monopolies with your money as best as possible. Nobody's perfect, um, but you do it as best as you can. And so uh, I have an amazing sponsorship for this program called Patriot Switch. And we put together a website called truthwarriorswitch.com, truthwarriorswitch.com. And there's lots of information about what it's all about over there. Um, and what we've done is partner with some, a company in the U.S. that makes all their own stuff. They control everything about their organization and their products, so they don't need outside um, stuff like that to come in and mess everything up. And they're made in the USA, made in Calgary, Alberta. And they're all really good products. All the stuff we're already buying, we're giving our money to these other companies that are then funneling that money into the pharmaceutical industry, into your media, into the pockets of your politicians uh, to make sure that everybody sings from the same song sheet. So one thing that we can do, whether you like my sponsor or not, uh, it's a good start for you to funnel your resources in a different direction. That's going to benefit shows like mine. It's going to benefit small families that uh, work with companies like this to try to get this message out. And it's really taking off. I can't 
uh, tell you enough how incredible this has been. The feedback we've gotten, the amount of money we've been able to switch from these big evil corporations uh, to people that do it right and that are patriots and that uh, make good quality products. So um, truthwarriorswitch.com is where we have put information about that. That said, let's get into it, guys. I'm going to start with this. Um, somebody just sent this to me literally right before the podcast. I often do that. I just kind of throw myself out in the open doing it live. And they sent me a really good article here from coronacircus.com. And there's some good things in it. And there's also some points of contention that I have, but it's all valuable because it's all knowledge. So let's check it out. I'll be posting this stuff afterwards, guys. So you have a track record of it. But this really goes well with the concept that I've been discussing in my Cult of the Medic series and what I think is really behind all of these things that are happening and why I think they're syncretic. I don't think everything is separate. I don't think it's random. You're either a coincidence theorist at this point, which is getting harder and harder by the day to support when it comes to facing the facts of reality, or you are a conspiracy researcher. I think we need to retire the term conspiracy theorist after what we've seen over the past two years, especially the past two months, um, and what I'm going to show you today. But I've been saying, and so many others have been saying, that this is beyond just some corrupt scam to sell a bunch of vaccines and sell some digital IDs and you know some great reset. This is, on an occult level, at the very top, this is a mass ritual event. And the signs are everywhere. I labor to show you the signs of the cult-like doctrines that are embedded in the messaging that we're getting, the propaganda that we're getting um, over everything, the pandemic, the Ukraine, the elections, the whatever the hell, the climate, every subject you can imagine is under siege right now and is being weaponized to divide and conquer. All right. And so I think it's a mass ritual. I think it started at least in, uh, for this particular scenario that we're in with this pandemic that seems to be wrapping up rapidly. Um, it probably got kicked off with the 2012 Olympic closing ceremonies in terms of the symbolism. I mean, they've probably been seeding it a lot longer than that. I've been talking about it a lot longer than that. I mean, when you get into people like Dr. David Martin, where the patents go all the way back to like the early 2000s and all that kind of stuff, the gain of function research. I mean, there's a huge mountain of things that need to be looked at to fully understand what's behind what's going on. But one thing that's missing, in my opinion, which is why I made my series, Cult of the Medics, is the occult aspect, the esoteric aspect. The fact that we have to understand that if we're dealing with criminal cabals that are competing with each other, like Game of Thrones, for power and control over the thrones of the earth, which of course is an age-old battle that has been going on with different factions and all this, all this stuff for, for forever, thousands of years. It's just carrying out in a different way right in front of our eyes right now, right? But do you think that they've gotten rid of the process of timing things due to dates, calendar dates, certain calendar dates? That maybe don't mean anything to you, but definitely mean a lot to some of these witch covens, these satanic circles and these Luciferian types, these secret societies, etc., Masonics. They're all into this astrology, numerology, you know, and nothing wrong with those disciplines. It's just that those are tools that are employed to find ways of effectively, on one level, effectively opening up portals of momentum, right? Because when you talk about stars in the sky and different uh, 
astrological events. We're talking about the opening of periods of opportunity where you can gain advantage if you ride the wave correctly. Um, and then of course there's the psychological impact of the symbolism that does something to your subliminal atavistic reptilian brain, um, and that programs you subliminally. Um, and there's also the idea of sacrifice and ritual and, um, virgins and all kinds of stuff that's loaded throughout the pandemic narrative. And we're also seeing unfold with what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. So that said, let's check it out a little bit here. So this is by someone named Icarus. Uh, let me just get to where about our impressions and our predictions. This is a nutshell of what we've been writing about. The coronavirus psyop is more sophisticated than meets the eye. The Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Fauci, CNN narrative is the thesis. The Fox News, Sky News, Australia, China did it. Narrative is the antithesis. The synthesis has yet to become fully apparent. I personally believe that it's kind of a mixture of all these things they're mentioning. It's kind of a hybrid thing going on, but uh, we continue. Uh, the coronavirus or Corona Circus thesis is ultimately not supposed to be believed by most. In the end, people who still do are a side effect. It is a provocation. It is subversion. It is agitation propaganda. It is ultimately meant to cause outrage, unrest, and revolt. Ordo ab chaos. So they're talking about what, what's really behind it, why it's so frustrating, why it's so... Like, they're obviously wanting to see how effective their um, propaganda and their mind control stuff is, but why is it so impossible to talk to people rationally anymore? Well, that's because their subconscious mind was assaulted and attacked viciously for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for two years straight. And it was seeded for years before that, right? So we're just seeing it all play out. More than a provocation though, the Corona Circus is an initiation ritual, a crowning ceremony, a rite of passage. The initiate, which is humanity, is being introduced into a new age. And such rites always involved isolation, we got some lockdowns, humiliation, we got the masks and the name calling and all that, and evolution, we'll get a manufactured awakening, stay tuned. And I'll just say right off the bat here, that this here is totally understandable, okay? It's definitely one of the goals that happens. However, when you look, I just want to point it out that it's not black and white. This is one of the points I have here. It's not black and white that in every ritual, the element of we're going to give you false hope is 100%. And even where it is, you can't have the mindset that that means it's impossible. I'm not saying that's what these authors are saying. I'm just pointing this out to you as we read this, okay? That any, any hope of change, any hope of people being able to break through this spell is snuffed out and it leaves a person in a, in a position where they believe this is too big and powerful to be able to do anything against the helplessness feeling. I'm, I'm not, I'm not one of those people, even if this idea of them manufacturing an awakening is part of their agenda. That's not to say that that can't be co-opted by people who are trying to help actually, yes, manufacture, if that's the word we want to use a great awakening. I am part of that. You are part of that. Anybody that's having a conversation with somebody about how they should look into actual facts and resources that are available to them instead of just swallowing the media narrative wholesale, which is the real psyop, by the way, um, then 
we have to make sure we're not communicating that with a hopeless, a hopeless feeling, a pessimistic view. And you can always take advantage of an opponent's strike. I come from the martial art tradition. Somebody throws a big punch at you. You can document and, and predict the fact that, yep, they're going to throw a punch at me. But then, of course, you have the opportunity to redirect that punch and use that as their to defeat them, right? So that's how I look at it, okay? Real quick, the silver lining is a set of barbaric medieval ecclesiastical superstitions. The central planners have been working to bring about the end of this age to fulfill prophecy. In order to see it, one needs to be familiar with the rituals, words, numbers, and symbols that they prefer. And even if one does, it is impossible to completely reverse engineer their superstitions. It is also useless to try. Well, I don't think it's useless to try. It's enough to be aware of the phenomena and to look at it from a healthy distance. In this context, we've introduced our readers to the revelation of the method concept and the notion of accelerationism. We predicted the ineffectiveness and the injections of the injections would be revealed as would their dangerosity. Yeah, I've never heard that word before. Dangerosity. It's a new one. We argued this would not be a glitch nor a manifestation of journalistic integrity. We insisted it would be part of the plan. This is what we wrote on our last post in May 2021. And it's a long thing here. So guys, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, this is a really detailed article, as you can see. Here we get into some of the ritual stuff, the dates, the symbolism, the fact that, yeah, remember this together from home stuff, like get into just the characters, the symbolism. Look at that. Look at the symbolism of that. I'll pull it up a little bigger for you. Check that out. What do you see? What pops out at you? Like right off the bat here? Like, are we really stretching it guys? Do they, do they employ ancient symbolism, ancient occult symbolism. I mean, it's all over the place. Global citizen. I mean, what does that tell you? Global citizen. Who wants you to be a global citizen? Of course, you're a part of this human family on this planet called Earth, but they are branding a family, a cult for you, a global religion, and you are going to be a global citizen that's run by globalists. The individuality thing is over. It's the one-piece silver suit, and we're all... Uh, coming together as a big Borg-like entity. And of course you have the, look at that, the symbols, the all-seeing eye, you know, they hold their hands up like this to show you the all-seeing eye, one world together at home. This was back at the beginning. I remember covering this. So anyways, they're just going to get into all these symbols and, um, you know, the history of it. So I love articles like this because they really do a deep dive. And so I just wanted to point that out to you guys. Now, here's some interesting stuff. So I asked you guys, we're going to get to um, some of the comments in some posts that I did before this show. I asked my audience to help me gather some good links and photos and video clips, what your favorite ones were um, about how all the stuff that's happening right now with the sudden switch of the laser pointer from Canadian truckers and coronavirus and lockdowns and how many cases every day suddenly to, oh my God, it's World War III and Putin is invading Ukraine and just torturing and killing innocent civilians. That's how they switched it and automatically rolled out. See, now they don't just need to focus on the radio in your parents' room back in when it was just steel belted radios, you know? They don't now just have to focus on the television propaganda. They can hit you from every angle. Social media is a huge thing. They get influencers. They pay them, especially celebrities, especially models and actors and actresses and um, 
people that are easy to pay off or even just dupe into believing that they are fighting for the the just cause of freedom and humanity. Um, and so there's a whole operation that has been rolled out. And guys, I don't know, really, I don't think anybody does, unless you're there, really what's going on in Ukraine. Um, there's a lot of very conflicting information, a lot of really weird, spooky things that I'm going to show you. And this is one of them. I saw this post going around and there's this, uh, so this is a model, Anastasia Lina. She's a Ukrainian model. Uh, I think she was like Miss Ukraine or something. And this has been going around, these images, and there's a bunch of them. This is just one of them. To give the impression through the media that she is like picking up arms and going out to fight Putin herself. Right? She's got this, you know, look at, look at this. This is live footage of her being in a war with perfect makeup on and zero emotion on her face. And she's holding an airsoft rifle. <laughs> Okay. And somebody had said, they took a screenshot that this photo was older, an older photo, and she reposted it and changed the hashtags, but that the hashtags were originally airsoft girls and all that, which I'll show you some other pictures, but either way, check out this. Okay. And then let's just quickly go to this website. That's the exact firearm she's holding. And it is a, uh, Daniel, this is pretty close at least Daniel defense. MK18 SAC19 core XASR carbine replica. Okay, so it's an airsoft firearm, airsoft replicas. So that's what they do. They go replicas of real firearms, but they make them airsoft guns. So, you know, she might be able to shoot a few BBs out of that. So just wanted to show you that. But what's interesting that I started looking at, so I'm looking at the Instagram channel. Um, and I don't know if this, I'm not trying to slight this model. I don't know. Nobody does. Okay. A lot of these people are just paid to do photo ops. They don't even know why. It's part of the propaganda. They're just pawns in the game, right? Could be very authentic. I don't want to make any accusations of anything like that. But you know, this is not. Look at this. Strike ball. Airsoft. Can I zoom that? Airsoft, airsoft gun, airsoft girl, airsoft girls, airsoft love, airsoft world, airsoft nation, airsoft worldwide. I think she likes airsoft guns. Okay. It's just all these people on Twitter, like stunning and brave. And it's like, well, she's not really out there fighting anybody. She's just posing for the camera with an airsoft gun. So, you know, and you're going through and she's beautiful, beautiful uh, model. Oh, some more of this. Airsoft Ukraine. She's in like an airsoft community. So this is like she's part of the airsoft world, this, this model, which is fine. Hey, good for her. Good for her. It's just that they're being, these people are being used for purposes of propaganda. Okay. And then, you know, um, just trying to find the image. I'm just scrolling through. I'm trying to look. It was interesting. You know, great photos. Can't remember how far down it was. She clearly has professional photographers. There you go. There's another one. All right. This is in October, 2020. You know, typical photos. We'll get there. We got another one. 
So it seems like a regular activity. Strike ball. I guess that's like a game, an airsoft game. Oh, what happened here? There we go. So yeah, throw me in the in the chat, guys. I'm sure you guys have already seen a lot of this stuff. I just thought it was interesting when you go and check into some of this stuff. It's not what they're telling you. And it just what's interesting about the Ukraine thing is it's happening so many times that you know it's uh it's getting so obvious. It's getting almost too obvious. You know what I mean? I was trying to find the one that I put on the uh, actual cover photo of this. Well, here it is on her. It is on her Instagram channel. You guys can check it out. But um, here, I'm just going to quickly go off. I'll show you the picture of the cover photo of this show. Notice anything? Notice anything? And of course, they're paid to do this. They have no idea, most of them. Although you never know. You never know. Um, so yeah, I found that to be pretty interesting. All right, let's go back to sharing some screen. Um, okay. Yeah, let's do this. This was an update. Let's get an update on the ground. This gentleman lives in Kiev. I've seen a few of his videos. I honestly don't have any idea who he is other than the fact that so, it's, uh, oh, about nine U.S. expat gives an update from Ukraine. Okay, so let's just hear what he's got to say. This was uh, posted by Tommy Robinson there. A.M. on uh, Monday, February 28th, uh, 2022. As you can see, that's the VIP club of the um, Premier Palace Hotel. I'm walking down to Krishatik, and uh, I'm going to the supermarket to get some food. They've announced that it's okay to go to supermarkets and pharmacies. Um, the problem that we're having is that uh, because of the weapons that the Zelensky regime uh, handed out willy-nilly in the last few days, a lot of criminals have these uh, military-grade weapons, quite frankly. And so uh, there's been robberies, there's been looting, there's been rapes, there's been all kinds of havoc because of these criminals. And uh, it's known for a fact that these, uh, that the, a lot of the shooting that went on last night in Kiev had nothing to do with the Russians. The Russians were 10 kilometers or more away from from these shootings. So it was clearly probably gang-related, gang-settling scores, and uh, shooting one another. Um, that's something that the Western media is not talking about, of how the Zelensky regime, by handing out weapons, has uh, basically given weapons to all the criminal elements in the city. And uh, the criminal elements in the city are, uh, first of all, figuring out uh, their dominance hierarchy and this anarchy that the government has created. And soon enough, once that's settled, they'll start um, targeting the civilians. That's what the uh, mm, interesting. Has done. Okay, so, so let's not pretend otherwise. These these people have created. They are creating chaos in Ukraine. In the name of, uh, you know, the people fighting against the Russians. It's absurd. It's irresponsible. And it will only hurt the Ukrainian people. And uh, I've, I've come to the conclusion that the Zelensky regime is evil. And, and uh, I live in Ukraine. I uh, have Ukrainian family members. I think that 
The Ukrainian people are a brave, gentle, and wonderful people. But uh, at this time, I think that uh, the Zelensky regime has gone insane and uh, should be... Uh, no, you know? Anyway, for those people, there have been some people who have claimed that I'm lying about being in uh, Ukraine. As you can see, this is Krishatik Avenue. I'm standing right in the middle of it. This is probably a first in history. I'm standing right in the middle of Krishatik Avenue, and you can see in the distance everything. And, um, yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry if I sound a little frazzled, but, uh, you know, I'm actually worried about getting shot, man. Not, by the, not shot by the Russians or shot by the Ukrainian army, but shot by fucking criminals that the Zelensky regime has armed here in Kiev. Uh, dude, I'm so fucking angry, man. These fuckers have, are creating chaos. And this will not stop the Russians. That's the thing. It will only cause the death of civilians. The death and suffering of civilians so that uh, Zelensky can have a fucking photo op. That's what's going on. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. And, um, Coach Red Pill, that's the man's name. Thank you so much, uh, Flynn Photo. Thank you so much, Coach Red Pill. Um, so, oh yeah, this is the uh, this is the article about the ghost of Kiev. They kind of break down how that's all just complete nonsense. There is no ghost of Kiev. All over social media and television, people are talking about him, the mysterious ghost of Kiev an ace fighter pilot that shot down six Russian fighter jets over the course of just 24 hours, a practically unattainable statistician. stat, sorry. If you were thinking this sounds too good to be true, it most certainly is. And then they go through the different photos, the links, the original photos. I'm not sure if it's the same one, but there was some footage going around that we're gonna get to by the media and all of our social media that turns out to be from a video game. <laughs> Okay, so um, I'm going to drop this in the chat uh, over here. Let me just do this quick. Be live and Twitch. It's just because it's right in front of me. I'll put all these links on my Telegram though after, guys, if you can't get them. Okay, so you can check that article out. Most of you have probably seen it. But let's go now and check on the post that I uh, put up. Well, actually, let's just point this out really quick because I asked you guys a question and let's see what comments you gave me. But this is interesting, right? It looks like Ukraine is full of a small fringe minority of people with unacceptable views, except they're actually the majority because they've only got around 34.5% fully vaccinated in Ukraine. And so... I'm kind of wondering why Trudeau and Freeland and all the politicians and everybody are suddenly just bleeding hearts over Ukraine. When I mean, they weren't bleeding hearts over Ukraine for the past 10, 20 years of all the shit they've had to go through, having psychopathic rulers and that being a hotbed of corruption, uh, uh, one of the major, one of the major uh, what would you call it? One of the major places for human trafficking in the world, child sex trafficking. 
I'm sure there's a lot of Eastern European countries like that, and it's all over. I mean, it's everywhere, but we know that Ukraine is a special place when it comes to that. I'm putting special in cap in uh, quotations there. Uh, we know that the Biden regime essentially has an entire criminal organization going on in there. Joe and Hunter are both implicated in that. And where's all the Hunter laptops, by the way? What kind of information is on there? That'd be kind of nice to see right about now, wouldn't you think? Wouldn't you think? But of course, the biggest thing, guys, is literally a day after, literally a day after, the truckers got curb stomped out of Ottawa by the Gestapo. And then Trudeau threw a hissy fit and tried to get the Emergencies Act put in place. A day after, that got rejected and shut down because we had a few senators go out and just absolutely scorch the ridiculous arguments made by all the other senators who were all bought and paid for. Um, and also, of course, because Canada went on a major bank run and started draining their bank accounts, and that's actually still going on. Everybody I'm talking to is clearing their bank, their money out of those big banks, putting it in credit unions or offshores or crypto or other, other things under their mattress, whatever. Um, but right after that, right after that, there's lawsuits pending now. There's multiple lawsuits pending against the Canadian federal government, just so you know, and all the provincial governments. So all this stuff's going on. The truckers are, are just kind of pulling back everybody that, you know, they're still doing protests, peaceful demonstrations all over Canada. Um, but I think there's a moment of pause here to reassess and figure out what the next option is going to be. Um, but we've kind of passed the ball to the American truckers for a moment, but you know, there'll be more stuff coming. You'll see. Um, but either way, right after, right as that whole thing is going on and Trudeau's being asked to resign even by people in his own cabinet um, and people all over Canada, the polls are just dropping through the floor. Nobody trusting the media anymore. It's none of these journalists can really walk the street without having people uh, shouting them down and they deserve it because they're a bunch of lying shills and they're an enemy of the people, clearly reporting misinformation, gaslighting people, lying to people, manipulating people, calling people names. That's what happens. Okay. That's what happens. So all that stuff, guys, was going down. And then all of a sudden Ukraine happens and all the politicians stop talking about COVID. They stop talking about all the evidence pouring out all over the place of, of massive harm due to these vaccines, quote unquote, to the lockdowns, to the fact that People like Dr. Robert Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough were right. The CDC is pulling its mask mandates. Numerous studies are coming out all over the world showing that everything they did was completely wrong and ended up causing mass death and disarray and economic damage. So just before they start feeling the heat of that, oh, Ukraine, oh my God, Russia's made Ukraine. That's the thing. And then they're turning Russian or, or Putin into the new Trump. And just making him look like, uh, and just take. And I'm not a fan of. I'm no fan of Putin, man. I'm not saying anything. I'm. I'm. I, I hope no innocent civilians are, you know, harmed in this conflict. Nobody wants to see that. That's not what we're saying here. But we need to understand there's a bigger game of chess going on, and it's being played between the people of the world, the free people of the world, and the biggest criminal cartels and, and mafias that the world has ever seen, who are battling over power. Okay. And human, there's collateral damage that gets caught in the middle of that. And nobody's a, nobody's totally innocent, but nobody's like, we have to really understand what's really happening. Okay. I'll roll that out as we go. But before I do, 
here's just a quick background on the hunter thing. Uh, help me know if this is fully accurate, guys. It seemed accurate to me, like an overview, but if you have any more points, throw them in the chat. We're all trying to understand this situation better. But this was a decent write-up, I thought. It says, for those of you wondering that Hunter Biden, what Hunter Biden did wrong, let me break it down for you. Here's the simplified version so you can understand it. Once upon a time, the Obama administration helped remove the leader of Ukraine and replaced him with someone essentially handpicked. All these guys are handpicked. After this, two major things happened. The creation of an oil and gas company and the creation of a new bank. Joe Biden's son, Hunter, was placed on the board of directors for the oil and gas company. Hmm. A company in charge of energy in the country. While his dad, Joe, Joe Biden, what was the nickname in those emails? The big guy? Um, was the vice president at that time and oversaw diplomatic relations between the U.S. and Ukraine. Interesting. So when Joe Biden was the vice president at the time, he was in charge of diplomatic relations between the U.S. and Ukraine. He is now the president of the United States. And I'd just like to take this moment to note that Donald Trump, even if you don't like his mean tweets, which you got to understand who he's being mean to, right? Um, <laughs> there was no war. There was no, Russia wasn't doing anything while he was around. There was none of that going on. Sleepy Joe comes in. And now we're on the verge of World War III. Interesting. And he has a past in Ukraine. This is important. So continuing, moving forward, the newly created bank just happened to be funded by $1.8 billion in U.S. taxpayer money. The U.S. taxpayers pay for a lot of this shit. Okay? And we also pay for it by giving the rest of our money over to these big corporations that then fund it. Okay? So we got to stop doing that. Anyway, that money, that taxpayer money, that $1.8 billion goes into this bank that they created. The bank mysteriously loses every penny of it. Kind of reminds me of when Donald Rumsfeld came out and was talking about the trillions of dollars missing from the Pentagon. It just goes missing. Like, when was the last time you misplaced $20, $100, $2,000, going once, going twice? Did you ever misplace $10,000? How about 1.8 bills? 1.8 billy, billy boy. You're going to misplace that? Oh, sorry. It just, I was holding my $1.8 billion while I was just looking over this bridge at the beautiful sunset and it just, a seagull flew by and shocked me and I accidentally dropped $1.8 billion down into the ravine, to the ravine. Like, how do you lose $1.8 billion? I just want to know. Asking for a friend. So anyways, loses every penny of this $1.8 billion. Fast forward again. Later down the road, Hunter Biden magically ends up with $1.5 billion. Hmm. That's a lot of money for someone making $50,000 a month working for a Ukrainian company. See a connection here? And that's only the beginning, right? That's only the beginning. There's probably people in here in my chat that know way more than I do. I just thought this was a good meme, guys. I think it accurately depicts what I'm trying to say here. Of course, you have MSNBC, CNN, Twitter, and the entire media industrial complex getting their hands on the NPCs, the people, the normies, the Covidians, the people that drink the Kool-Aid and love every minute of it and can't wait for the government to govern them harder. All they got to do is swap the chip by swapping the narrative in the media that everybody holds up as the new vicar of the guns, right? And you swap out the COVID chip, you plug in the Ukraine chip, and boom, you still have a weaponized zombie ready to go out and uh, help support your cause. These guys are expert at doing this.
Make no mistakes. This is another good one. <laughs> the Biden-Harris, Black Lives Matter, Marxist fist up in the air. Everybody falls for it. Then the maskers and the vaccines, everybody falls for it. And notice it's the same people, by the way. And then the Ukraine thing, everybody falls for it. And notice it's the same people, by the way. What's happening? What's happening, guys? Okay. I'm just like, weird how this is so obvious. I mean, you guys have seen this stuff. Look at this. One piece of wood. Like, oh, they're training. They're training while they're being invaded. They're being invaded and Putin's going to close in any minute. And the Spetsnaz are, where's my pictures? The Spetsnaz are kicking down all the doors. And these guys have to do some training drills with wooden guns. Because that sounds like logical, a logical way to train, right? But yeah. Solid piece of wood, lots of fishy stuff, pictures like this all over the place. <laughs> and this was great. This was this was hilarious. Posted by uh, Professor Ferg 8. Breaking police search units join hunt for COVID-19 following mysterious disappearance from all news media. Because <laughs> that's what's happened. Okay, where am I going? Um, oh, all right. Let's just watch this. You guys have seen it. I put this clip together and slowed it down so that you can... Because I'm, I'm just... I've used the term new world order for many years, trying to talk to people about it. And the minute you use those words, new world order, oh, with the conspiracy theories, because they've been programmed to react like that, right? Well, I just really want to point out something. I'm never the one that says it. If George Bush says it or Barack Obama says it or Gordon Brown says it or Tony Blair says it or Jacinda says it or the Australian news media says it, or the Canadian news media says it, or Trudeau says it, or Klaus Schwab says it, or George Soros says it, or Hillary Clinton says it, or Joe Biden says it, or this person from Ukraine that everybody saw a picture of her with a gun in her office and they're like, there's a real parliamentarian. She's the hero. If she says it though, they said it. I didn't say it. I just pointed out the fact that they said it. Was it a slip of the tongue yet again? Let me pull this up. It's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order. We fight for this new world order for the democratic countries. We knew that we are the shield for the euro right now. It's a critical time because we know that we not only fight for Ukraine, we fight for this new world order. We fight for this new world order for the democratic countries we knew that we are the shield for the europe right now we are the the shield for the europe for the european union for the european union globalists and uh yeah so here first of all this guy points this out on the same picture of that model picture here Deplorable North is saying that plastic guard device in front of the optic, it's for airsoft or it's for soft or sorry, airsoft rifles. Because of course, everybody's like, this is Miss Ukraine. She is out fighting Putin with her bare hands. Here you go from the DC Patriot. It's been five full days. The Ukraine has 20 million cell phones, media groups in the city, and we've barely seen anything of this conflict. What the hell is truly happening? I have the same question, DC Patriot. Don't you? Don't you? Of course, I'm pointing this out. Think about it. Come on, guys. Think about it. Tell your friends. Think about it. What would you do 
if you had been lying for two years straight and then everybody suddenly started to figure it out? Option A, admit guilt. Option B, distract. It's not rocket science, my friends, okay? It's not. It's not. Oh, this one's about Jacinda. Look at her face. They're looking worse, these people, hey? Looking worse. It's like they're starving of something or something has been deprived of them or their soul has been sucked out of their body as they have been serving Sauron every day. Solid for two years. Takes a lot out of a person. Dr. Peter McCullough says, cheers for the high court decision and relief from a societal menace. Gross violation of human rights was an appropriate description of the offending practice because the New Zealand High Court ends Jacinda Ardern's vaccine mandate based on the fact that it is a gross violation of human rights. I arrest my case. I've been making that case in Canada. You've been making this case, I'm sure, in your community, in your country, in your family dinners. And you have been therefore vindicated by a legal ruling in New Zealand of all places where it was like getting pretty 1940s Germany. Okay, so... Well done. This one here from Mr. Miyagi. My kids and I were watching, my family and I were watching uh, Karate Kid 2 last night. We've been going through the Karate Kid movies and uh, I love Mr. Miyagi. He's like, lie become truth only when person want to believe it. I trust Mr. Miyagi over Trudeau any day of the week. What about you? And then of course, we have a lot of love for uh, Mr. Miguel de Cervantes, one of the most brilliant authors of all time, says the truth may be stretched thin, but it never breaks. And it always surfaces above the lies as oil floats on water. So Cervantes would agree with me that truth wins in the end. So as long as we stay on the path of the truth, we keep our courage and shine our light bright and never give up. The victory will be ours. And of course, Shakespeare's All the World's a Stage. I mean, how much more relevant could that be while all this stuff is going on, this Ukraine fiasco? Um, all right. Let me zip back down so I can get your comments now. just wanted to show you a couple of my posts there. Uh, where was it? Okay. Let's do this one. Send me, look at this, 80 comments. Look at that. I love my Telegram people. I love all you guys, by the way. I just, my Telegram people are always on the ball. So, Lots of, oh, what, what, what's going on forward? I, what's, uh, forward? Hello. Oh, I got to cancel something. There we go. Now I can get in. There we go. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. What's this from uh, Jared? Let's just see. I've never heard this. I can't approve it. I'm just going to listen to it. Let's see what this is. Okay, I guess it's just a phone ring like Putin's calling. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> all righty, all righty. Um, what's this? I'm not really sure what's happening in that video. Maybe someone can help explain that one. Um, that's Italian state, Italian state television show, a Kiev bombed by the Russians without understanding that they are images of a video game. Oh, she's showing the, in this video, this is Italian news, state television saying that it was 
images of a video game. They're admitting it, according to that. Putin, of course, is banned from visiting Australia. Everybody's pouring out Russian, perfectly good Russian vodka into the streets. We shouldn't be wasting such valuable things, guys. Right? Even if you hate Russia and you totally are on the other side of this. And by the way, there's no sides. There's just, we're all being controlled like puppets, okay? But um, the thing is, is how is that helping? other than to just divide and create more hysteria after the world just went through two years of hysteria over the Rona. You know what I mean? U.S. Embassy quietly deletes all Ukraine bioweapons lab documents. That's interesting. Here's some BS people have been spreading bio... Oh, okay. I don't know. Is it BS? Well, I'm not going to read through it. You guys can check it out. I'm looking for some videos. We got some videos here? Let's see. Let's see. War is based on deception. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's the Christiana Freeland out there with, uh, this is John Tory. He's the only dude wearing a mask, right? Out there hugging and kissing people. I stand with Ukraine. Ottawa is now lit up with the Ukrainian flag. Because, of course, we could never have Ottawa lit up with the Canadian flag. I mean, we don't want to do that because now the Canadian flag is a symbol of racism, misogyny, homophobia, insurrectionists, Nazis, terrorism, and also rapists now. There's a, they're adding rapists to the list of accusations against half of the country of Canada protesting for their freedoms. It's getting pretty crazy. Is this, uh, let's see, nine years ago, Brave Palestinian girl, Ahmed Tamini versus soldier. Where is my brother? And then this one. <laughs> Recently posted, go back to your country. Brave little girl confronts invading Putin's army. <laughs> like it's this kind of stuff. It's everywhere, right? They're using old photos. It's like, it's too obvious. That's what's weird about it. I think it's weirder that it's too obvious. Okay, this one, I think my wife sent me this video. And it was from a photo. Okay, where, where's my... Uh, you know what? Where's my DMs? Maybe someone else found it. You guys know the photo that was from, right? They put that photo, they put a photo of this crowd that was fil being filmed for a movie or a propaganda piece. And they took a photo of the crowd and put it out as Ukrainians running in terror from Putin airstrikes or whatever. Right? Look at this. Crisis actor makeup. What's going on here? Okay, only thing is I have zero context for that video. I don't know if that was taken in Kiev. I don't know where that's from, but um, nothing surprises me. Oh, here's just more of a breakdown, I guess. Okay, we already got that. Um, oh, <laughs> of course, of course. This one, this is my favorite one. This is one of my favorite ones. Ukrainian about how brave and heroic is Ukrainian to protect our soil, to protect our future, to protect our freedom and our democracy. We are in the center of Kiev. We Oops. are 
here uh, <laughs> Look at to his face. protect Ukraine. Yeah, dude. And, uh, Russian I dropped my clip. Because I'm a trained soldier and I know exactly what I'm doing. From here. Okay, thanks. Uh, we'll just get that right back in difficult, there. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> like, they're getting worse. They're getting more sloppy. Are they getting sloppy on purpose? Huh? Hmm. Yeah, Fox News really aired a clip of Ukrainians with cardboard guns. I'm done. <laughs> it's totally cardboard guns. What the hell? Uh, okay. Oh, I think I saw the video. By the way, if you go on Getter and follow Tommy Robinson's account, he posted the video of what they're talking about here. The current Ukrainian president is a, an actor who once played the Ukrainian president. You can't make this stuff up. And he's in like music videos and like really weird stuff. Interesting cat. Oh, here's the Anderson Cooper. This is hilarious. Watch this. Brutal. Whoa. Take him now. Take him now. Take him now. Somebody take him now. <laughs> it's just... Do you trust these people, guys? These are the people that were telling you to hide under your bed for two years from a, from a cold. Okay? These are the people telling you to go take experimental bioweapons and give them to your kids. You trust them? This is the Stormtrooper clip, right? We've seen that. This is an interesting bit. Ukraine president. Yeah. Now, you can go independently verify a lot of this stuff, but be, be advised that they're onto it and you might see stuff disappearing and changing on the web. Okay? So, we sometimes do have to rely on screenshots. I know it sucks sometimes because it's better to have the actual links. I went through yesterday and found a whole bunch on this whole, these photos. And a lot of these photos are from a past photo op by the Ukrainian president, right? Because they're saying in the media, Ukrainian president fighting on the front lines, right? Look at all these tweets. And I saw this on Twitter going around, okay? I don't have all the links up in front of me right now, but let me know. Can you guys still go verify this stuff? We have to verify everything. We don't want to make uh, spurious claims like, like the way the media does. So... You go through all these things, they're all making out these photographs to be as if this is live footage from Ukraine, because that has a very, uh, that has an effect on people's minds when they're absorbing all this information to have the images. Images are key, right? But the images, this is, this is from April of 2021, where he was out just talking to some of the guys on the front line. He's not fighting. Okay, so, and the other one, that's the good one. Uh, again, this one is, uh, look at that date, 2016, 2016, check out that photograph. Just posted Adam Kissinger. Look at this. Oh, look, it's happening right now. The kids are, they're trying to drum up the emotions and all of that. War is very, war is their favorite op to use. The best one. There's so many people make so much money. They get to change regimes. They get to take places over. They get to cover up a lot of dirty crimes and stuff, right? They get to shock the public. They get to advance legislation that otherwise people would never approve of, right? Uh, January 2018. Yeah, just posted. This woman's face all over the place. Turns out not from that time. Same with this guy. 
CNN journalist Bernie Gore is executed in Kabul by Taliban soldiers. We are working with the U.S. officials to get several more journalists out of Afghanistan at this time. Our thoughts are with the Bernie's family. This was in August of 2021. Well, what's this? You, CNN. We're sad to announce that the first American casualty of the Ukraine crisis has taken place. Thoughts and prayers to the family of this activist, Bernie Gores, who passed away this morning after a mine planted by Russian-backed separatists exploded. Hey, maybe he was one of the dead voters. And he came back and he just ended up in another manufactured conflict. Or at least, you know, we don't know what the hell's going on with any of these things. And he he gets shot again. It's it's just magic, right? It's just magic. Let's see this one. I haven't seen this. This is CNN footage, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the context. This is just the kind of footage they're trying to show everybody, of course. They need you scared. They need you emotional. They need you. Oh, this is the video. Great. There is. It goes on and on. Just weird stuff, right? Okay, this is the one. This is the one. British mainstream media. It's like this woman's photograph. Oh, what's happening? I didn't mean to do that. My mouse clicked away. Let's see what the secondary one, because this is what it is. Yeah. So ABC News posted the photo, and then uh, this account corrected them. These pictures are from a gas explosion in 2018. So guys, go verify all of this for yourself. It's the fog of war. And... What we're seeing is enough that says that uh, we don't know what's really going on. Oh, what's this? This is a joke. Pew, 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 <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> do not do this. Do do bang bang or do the brrrp, brrrp, brrrp. Sounds much more scary. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's totally awesome. Oh, the Putin phoning. Let me just see what else you guys got here. There's just so much weirdness. So much weirdness. Like weird photos like this where the, the media journalist is wearing the big football outfit or whatever. And then there's just people taking pictures. <laughs> Could someone tell these guys there's a war going on? Oh, man. It's just like coronavirus. It's the same people doing the same thing. Okay, what's this video? Eriko posted. What is going on with Putin's hands? Um, first, let me start by saying that, uh, you know what? If the person delivering news is not looking nervous at all, um, and they should be like, you know, the fact that um, <laughs> like we're heading into literal World War III, they don't look nervous. I don't trust them. But okay, but 
that's not what I want to show you here. Okay, this is uh, from today, from the news. Okay, I kind of turned the sound down here. Okay, first of all, this also seems like weird. This I watched some like live feed from Livus uh, Kiev, and it's just nothing like this. This seems like that would be a pretty big deal. Um, this is what I saw, yeah. So, um, that makes no sense. That does not look like anybody there cares too much that there was an explosion, but maybe they're showing different cities. I didn't really catch that. That's not really what this is about. Okay, keep watching. And then it's like darkness and the explosion's still going. I don't know what's going on. And then it's brightness. And... Okay, wait, wait, look, 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 look. Look at Putin's hands. Those are not real hands. And, okay, first of all, his head looks weird. That whole suit looks fake. Okay, watch this. Uh, somebody else is going to have to watch this, too. Okay, watch. He looks weird. Look at his hands. That is like, there's no nails there. What is that? That's rubber. They're not moving at all. He looks so Oh, my weird. God. <laughs> his hands. Wow, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Again, we got to validate all these videos, but a lot of weird stuff happening. Okay, I'm going to swap over to my Twitter. Thanks to everybody that posted. Sorry if I couldn't cover everything. Go to my Telegram, DW Truth Warrior. You can see those posts and um, we'll, uh, we'll, you can check it out for yourself. Okay, we're going to come back to Ukraine, jumping around a little bit. Um, I wanted to start with this one. Guys, here's what the CBC News of Canada, sponsored by taxpayer money and a bunch of private donors, has to say about the trucks. This is the kind of media happening right now. The trucks have left Ottawa, but phantom honking lingers for many downtown. Look at this poor soul suffering from phantom honking. Oh... It's amazing. These poor people already have PTSD now. And that, uh, you know, it's just, we're worried about phantom honking in Canada while our country is totally being destroyed and sold down the river and all of your rights and human rights and everything that makes life beautiful is being stripped away from you. But phantom honking, that's a major concern. We better go and find all of those truckers and make sure they're all in jail for the rest of their lives for daring to defy the authority of Justin Castro Trudeau. All right, let um, me go up to... Yeah, this is just Christiana Freeland talking about how she's the Deputy Prime Minister of Canada and the Finance Minister and what, fourth generation Nazi? I'm not sure. Uh, we're taking more action today. She says we're sanctioning President Putin for his barbaric attack on the Ukraine. We're calling for Russia to be immediately removed from the international banking system, SWIFT. <laughs> uh, that's what they do. They just censor and attack and smear and you know, no real details, no real evidence of what's actually going on, right? But like, this is kind of a funny from video from Don Jr. Check this one out.
air raid sirens going off. Super important. There's a big war going on. Missile attack. Brought to you by Applebee's. And a little bit of chicken Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. We're watching a movie, folks. Don't you think? Someone's filming a movie for us. Maybe we're watching a few movies at the same time. Maybe that's what this is. It's a movie competition. One movie's there to try to wake you up and one movie there to put you back to sleep. Which movie is going to win the Grammys? Or not the Grammys, the Oscars. The Ottawa Dictators. Okay, let's get through these. This is a good video, but we won't play it here. I'm sure everybody's seen it. Oh, congrats. Here we go. Um, this gentleman, hometown hero, was finally able to leave Ottawa. He was one of the truckers, by the way. It was uh, quite the week. He was arrested, and his truck was put in repo for a week. He's finally on his way home, though. Hopefully, it's uneventful. Northern BC awaits our hero. Thank you, good sir, for your amazing service. And don't let the lies of the media get you down because we got your back. Well done, sir. You're a hero. Well done and welcome home. There's the cardboard guns again. Okay, this is interesting. So this is, it's from the Off Guardian. The Azov Battalion of the Ukraine supported by NATO and the U.S. since 2014. Notice anything? Like this is what this is what they want you to believe the truckers were, but they weren't. And yet these are who everybody's supporting right now. And again, I'm not saying Putin's an angel, but <laughs> everybody's got this really cartoonish view in their head that it's like good guys versus bad guys. It's cowboys versus Indians. Guys, it's not so cut and dry, seriously. Seriously. This is just me trolling. Is the Russian vodka in the room with us right now? <laughs> Everybody's freaking out. Pour out all the vodka. Get rid of it. It's evil. I was also very concerned about Nancy Pelosi. Has anybody checked in on her? As soon as I saw that vodka was being banned all over the world, I was kind of concerned because going cold turkey uh, for a woman like that is, it could be, it could, you can't survive that. So everybody make sure we check in on Pelosi with the banning of vodka happening. Okay, interesting rabbit hole. I, I'm not going to have time to go through it with you, but go check it out. The U.S. Embassy in Ukraine has just deleted from its website all documents about 11 Pentagon-funded biolaboratories in Ukraine. Mm, the plot thickens. I have published all these documents now deleted by the embassy here. And she's got a link and it's in the thread. So you can go verify it for yourself. Um, so yeah, just wanted to point that out. That is a rabbit hole that will send you off into all kinds of directions. Um, just real quick about the vaccine. Dr. Ryan Cole, he has uh, been talking about, he's a pathologist. He's been talking about the uptick in cancers and it's pretty shocking. And he's just had a quick little statement here. He was at a, panel. I'm not sure where this was, but Dr. Robert Malone was there. Let's just give these gentlemen a few minutes here. So what's happened to the autopsy, Brian? Well, Anthony Fauci told our government to tell people don't do autopsies on COVID patients. 
You cannot find that for which you do not look. I have a post-vaccine nine-year-old on my desk, dead. I don't want to see one more child post-vaccine ever on my desk. Are the autopsies starting to happen? You bet they are, finally, because people are saying, well, why wouldn't we do them? And in that same town from which this nine-year-old died, a healthy 22-year-old wrestler, after his third shot, is now also coming to be on my desk so I can determine the cause of death there. We're told, don't do autopsies, don't look. And that's what your government is giving you for data. Don't, don't ask, don't tell, don't look. These are not the droids you're looking for. Everything is safe and effective. Go jab up the children with a shot that doesn't work for a virus that isn't here anymore, for a virus that most of them are already recovered from. Safe and effective. Don't do science. Don't ask a question. Destroy the careers of those that do ask a question that are only in it for humanity. Valid questions to ask yourself. So we know that we have just covered the tag team criteria of transmission effectiveness and safety. Um, with the tag team review, uh, do you think there's any other data sets that they'd be looking at with regard to these criteria that would be different from what we've spoken about tonight? Well, if they have any different data, I sure would like to review them, knowing that they don't have all the data based on what we heard today. You cannot make a good decision if you don't, don't have all the information. So I would question. Sorry, I was muted there. You cannot make a decision if you do not have all of the data. Basically, you're only as good as your information. And if you've got bad information, you're not in accordance with the truth. And we all know what happens when you're living a lie, right? So we got to get the proper information because why is there so much censorship? You know, we've, we've asked this question. We all know what's going on. We all know. That's the media telling you that it's our job to tell you how to think. It's our job to control your mind. How dare anyone else try to get in our way? Oh, this is the CTV News uh, in Canada complaining about, you know, something's changed, guys. That's what journalists across Canada are saying when it comes to the relationship with the public. Everybody's super pissed off now. I don't understand it. I can't even walk around without having someone throw, like, insults at us. We're so offended. Country's becoming radicalized by Nazi ideology, guys, because people don't like the news. Why? I don't understand it. People are just mean. There's a bunch of mean people out there. That's the media right now. After the crap they pulled on the Canadian people. You'll never work in this town again, guys. You've been fired a long time ago. I don't know why you keep tweeting stuff. Go pack up and go uh, report in Ukraine or go to China or North Korea. You guys would fit in better over there. Um, so I just kind of said, yeah, here's what's changed. People now realize that the legacy media is actively working against them and real journalism doesn't exist there anymore. Newsflash, you guys did it to yourselves. You did it to yourselves. 
give me this passive aggressive stuff. We're on to you. Um, what else do I got here? Some good tweets. Okay, this is the kind of stuff that really pisses me off. Okay, this guy. Who's this guy? Oh, I've, yeah. Roderick C. Elliott. This is a real freedom rally in Toronto. That's a real one. <laughs> really? I'm like, right, because standing for freedom for another country whose politics and overall situation you know absolutely nothing about is totally cool. But standing for the freedom in your own country whilst your government is violating your own constitution is just not cool. <laughs> okay, genius, we got it. We got it. If you live in Canada, it is totally cool to wave someone else's flag. But the moment you wave your own, you are a racist, Nazi, homophobic bigot. You must be arrested and have your bank accounts frozen. I'm just trolling again here. You got to have fun. You got to laugh. You got to throw some resistance back. The virtue signal variant is of grave concern at the moment and is mutating with the hysteria variant. Both appear to be spreading simultaneously at a very rapid pace. So be sure, guys, to shelter in place and socially distance yourselves from all news media and await further instructions. Just, just having a go. Just having a go. I love the Brits, eh? Just having a go. Or the Irish. I'm just having a go. <laughs> this is good. From Liz Churchill. She's got a good Twitter. Canadian girl. The globalists are trying to start nuclear war to cover up their biological war. <laughs> I think they might. Who knows where this is going to go. Okay. And then here we got. Look at this. Look at this. Christiana Freeland. Crying her bleeding heart out for Ukraine. Speaking moistly, by the way. Because, of course, don't you all have some vested interests over there that you're all quite concerned about? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> I love this account, too. Samantha Marica. I see a lot of no war, only peace posts coming from the same people who wish death upon people who didn't want the vaccine. <laughs> Ooh, uppercut to the chin. KO. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we did the New World Order clip. Just want to make sure I get all the clips through that I wanted to show you, and then I got some more for you. And I'll also go and check out the... Oh, yeah, just want to make sure. This is new footage from Russia. Oh, wait, Canada. Sorry. I always messed the two up. Solid knee strikes to the liver. Super, super lawful conduct from the police against people who just love their country. Canada, guys. Bouncy castles are illegal. Warriors and free 
an utter disgrace. Unbelievable. I get I get all emotional watching that. Craziness. You guys were all there with me during my eight-hour live stream. Thank you so much for that, by the way. Um, what an incredible... I can't believe we have to switch brain over to Ukraine-Russia now, but never forget what just happened. Never forget that we did achieve a victory there. Don't, don't let those other people who have just lost all hope, don't let them get to you. Um, I don't even want to watch Christiana Freeland walk through the, through the park. I don't want to watch that. Um, all right. So yeah, there's this new study. Just hold while they check my browser. Uh, from the Rio times, a new study from Sweden says that Pfizer MRNA does indeed integrate into our DNA. Hmm. For over a year, we've been told that mRNA vaccines, including Pfizer and Moderna, don't integrate with human cell DNA. However, a new study from Swedish published from Sweden, published in the current issues of molecular biology, says otherwise. Swedish lab studies show that mRNA from the vaccine, quote, does integrate into human cellular DNA. This means that a shot of the Pfizer vaccine taken even once permanently changes the DNA of affected cells. We've been talking about this for a long time, haven't we? I had Dr. Kerry Madea on my show multiple times to tell you that very thing. And of course, my accounts were banned for doing that. And yet here we are. Aren't we supposed to trust the science? But which science, Dave? Which one is the real one? <laughs> it's, sci it's science. People are, here, here's some evidence. What do you guys think? Look at it. Go vet it for yourselves. Compare it to the science that your government's not showing you. Why aren't they? Sh they're not showing you the science. They're just talking about it. Because this is all just a bunch of smoke and mirrors and it's a big mass satanic ritual. Okay? That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Go read the study for yourself, guys. Go read the study for yourself. Oh, and then here you go. CNN Health with the little leaf. CNN Health is so healthy. We're here to help you with your health. We're here to recommend healthy ways of achieving health. Well, this is them just announcing that the CDC is uh, dropping mask recommendations for most of the country. <laughs> Weird. Weird. It's as if COVID's just gone. Putin in one file swoop. Okay. <laughs> You're just... Sorry. This is... We're watching a movie, guys. Seriously. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Who is this? What is this? What is happening? <laughs> Watch this. Get me some ice cream. <laughs> what a loser. He's gonna go on the he's gonna go play on the slides. <laughs> Mr. President, where's Hunter? What's happening with him? Did you ever get those laptops erased or just keeps walking? He just keeps walking. 
Sal the Agorist, you know, look at this. Kiev now. Putin is a war criminal. Stop Putin. But Obama did this for a decade, and he actually won the Nobel Peace Prize. So don't forget about that, folks. Everybody gets super selective with what kind of causes they want to support. And they don't even really understand the big picture. That's the sad thing. Okay, this is the clip I was looking for, guys. Here it is. I don't know if you've seen it, but it appears we're watching a lot of video game footage with what the news is trying to tell you about how Putin is going into Ukraine to kill and rape innocent civilians. And he's just out there trying to cause a bunch of a ruckus and has nothing to do with the deep state globalists. It has nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that the pandemic's coming apart at the seams. It has nothing for whatever to do with the fact that for 30 years he's been standing by trying every other option possible to stop them from killing Russians in Ukraine. There's nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that it's one of the biggest human trafficking hubs in the world. It's loaded with all kinds of criminals. It's run by criminals. It's a stronghold of the deep state globalist banking cabal. And it has nothing to do with that, guys. Not at all. Nothing to do with those 11 American-funded biolabs that may have, we don't know, but a possible connection to all this gain-of-function research and weaponized biological warfare research. It has nothing to do with that. But here's some video game footage for you guys to watch so that you're super convinced that what the media is telling you is true. Ukraine video is a video game called Arma 3. Really I play it. Look at this. That's the footage that you were talking about. Remember that. Now I want you to pay attention to this. Same type of footage, right? Remember the plane? I said, remember the shape of the plane? That's an A-10. Reason why I know, because this is part of a video game that I play called Arma 3. It's a combat simulation. It's exactly what the video is. So I'm sorry, like I said, what you saw was a video game. I've been playing it for years. So sorry, yeah, that was the uh, that's the actual video showing the footage, and it was referenced by that Italian news agency that was actually talking about this openly. So we got a few different sources to vet that. Um, hopefully, we can get some more. The more the better. Okay, this guy, this guy, this is Trudeau's public safety minister. Okay, and this guy has been a huge voice. I think he's even supposedly a conservative and he's been a huge voice in attacking these truckers as being every kind of known evil that exists. And now he's saying there are Ottawans, Ottawans, the Ottawans, are they the Ottawans or the Ottawanites or the Ottawatonians? The Ottawans who were subjected to intimidation, harassment, and threats of rape, said Medicino. <laughs> like that's the, Trudeau's public safety minister says emergency act was necessary because the, trupper, the truckers were potential racists. Potential racists. Rapists, sorry. Rapists. Rapists and racists. Sorry, a lot of strong language being used, guys. I'm simply just trying to deliver the news as it is coming out. This is what they are saying. 
I am simply telling you what they are saying. So if what I'm saying offends you, I'm just passing off the buck from what they said. So then that means they offend you, okay? And this does offend me because there was no rapes. <laughs> so you can't say, well, after the fact, after you you lost in trying to get your ridiculous emergency powers, you're now just still going on the attack. There's no truckers downtown Ottawa right now. It's still a police zone. It's a police state zone. Well, now there's the Ukrainian protests during the pandemic, just saying. Um, but they can't help but continue to attack because that's how much the truckers scared the absolute living crap out of these people. They're petrified of that. They have to recover. That was, I don't think that was some big stage psyop. I think, yeah, they tried to infiltrate it. Yep, there was some interesting characters and actors involved. Yeah, there, it, it didn't quite achieve what we all thought it would achieve. Although I knew realistically that you're never going to get Trudeau to bend the knee to you guys. He'll bend the knee to Black Lives Matter, but he's not going to bend to Canadians because he has to answer the Klaus Schwab red phone every time it rings, guys. He doesn't, he doesn't work for us. He works for other people. And so does this guy. And so do all these people. They need to eternally smear and shame the truckers and the peaceful Canadians, basically half the country or more, as being evil. Because otherwise, it totally makes them look like crap, doesn't it? Because they lost a lot of that. They lost a lot on that battle. We lost a bit too, but they lost more. They lost more than us. Don't forget it. Okay, and then this one, you guys have probably seen this, but let's just get this on record, okay? This is the other side. It's what nobody's telling you about. Let's just hear this guy out. Phone rang at 7.30 in the morning on the 24th of February. The dialer was my American friend from my high school days in the U.S. He was the last person I expected to call, especially at 7.30 in the morning. I knew immediately that the war has actually broken out. The beginning of the war did not surprise me. In fact, it's long overdue. What surprised me was the fact that he knew nothing about the suffering that the Russian Ukrainians had endured over the past eight years. Let me get something straight. NATO promised that they wouldn't move an inch to the east. That was a lie. And now we are surrounded by an aggressive military alliance. NATO gladly bombed Yugoslavia under the pretenses of a potential genocide. Did they bomb just military installations? No. NATO destroyed schools, hospitals, bridges, cultural monuments, private businesses, and industrial plants. Did you forget about that? Did you forget about how NATO pumped money and weapons into Georgia right before Georgia bombarded Russian peacekeepers and civilians? Of course you did because your media doesn't want you to know. Did you forget how yet another territory was ripped away from Serbia? Do you not remember Kosovo? Did you protest then? I bet you didn't, and I bet you didn't even care. Did you forget the invasion of Libya? If you're in Europe, you can't forget. Thousands of migrants are your daily reminder of what your governments did to that country. Did you protest the illegal invasion of Syria by Turkey in the U.S.? I bet you didn't. Do you care about Saudi Arabia starving Yemen? I bet you don't. Do you care or did you care about the illegal invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan under false pretenses? What, they aren't people to you? Why haven't you been vocal against the murder of children and civilians at Iraqi and Afghani weddings by American bombardment? Ah, that's right. They're brown people. They're probably worth less to you. 
Where were your crocodile tears when Kiev started bombarding Ukrainian Russians in the east simply for doing the exact same thing as the Ukrainians did in the west, was to get rid of a corrupt government? Where were your crocodile tears when Kiev shut off electricity and water to Crimea? Where was your save the Ukrainian people when 48 civilian anti-Maidan Ukrainian protesters were rounded into a Union trade house and burned alive whilst those who tried to escape the fiery hell were beaten and shot? Do you by any chance? And he continues on um, some really good points there. And you should go and just learn the history. I've been trying to post documentaries, learning, catching up on the history of Ukraine, Russia, even just where it's located. Um, it's It was a, a major passageway into the Middle East, actually, um, in World War II. There's a huge history there. That, that place has been a war-torn area. It's the second largest European uh, country next to Russia. Um, just a lot of interesting stuff. And it's, there's been a lot of shady stuff going on for a long time. Those people, yeah, they've been oppressed, but they've been oppressed for a long time by their governments, right? And uh, so, yeah, there's another side to the story. Um, I also just want to say really quickly, I just noticed in my chat on the foxhole. First of all, thank you to Popcorn17 for the, do the, uh, the little donation there. Appreciate that. But I had a message I want to say. This comes from um, PJW at DW Truth, where one of our January 6th guys took his own life today. Oh, my God. Say a, say a prayer for Matt Perno. Oh, sorry to hear, man. So sorry to hear. Wrongfully convicted, imprisoned people that were, I mean, that's another, that was another PSYOP, the January 6th thing. So take heart, America. You've got some truckers on the roads. You've got Canada at your back. All around the world. We're all working together here because we have a common enemy here. And um, we just have to keep keep working together, keep sharing the truth. And I'm so sorry to hear about that brave soul. May he rest in peace. Um, all right, let me come back. I may have some other things that will pop into my head that I was going to share with you guys, but uh, let me know in the chat if there was any points that you wanted me to bring up real quick here. I just want to scroll through and make sure I got all the stuff I wanted to do. There's so much. I'm, I'm like inundated with how much I could have covered today. And um, I think we've just seen enough to know that we got to take this thing with a grain of salt. and there's just a lot of freaky footage out there. There's a lot of weird stuff going on. This is like the tip of the iceberg that you just keep going into this and it's just amazing. So that means that there's something we know that all these little wars, all these little things like COVID and the economy and the climate thing and the, the political, the elections, the Ukraine, the wars, it goes all the way back to these other conflicts like Benghazi and, 9-11 and just all this stuff. We know that this is all little smoke signals of the real war that's happening behind the scenes. The real war. What we're seeing is the effects on the surface of something that's going on behind the closed door, behind the scenes. That obviously the media that's owned by these people are not going to tell you about. So we, in the alternative, whatever you want to call media, citizen media, 
independent media, free thinking, freedom loving people media are trying to put pieces together for you. And we're not going to get everything right. And we're, we have to look at multiple streams of information in order to try to nail it down. So be careful out there because this is the fog of war. There's a lot of planted information. There's a lot of misinformation. There's a lot of stuff getting pushed around on both sides, mainstream and alternative that may or may not be true. So we have to try to vet everything the best we can. But I think we've all agreed, we can all agree here, hopefully, that we're seeing enough to know that this is a lot of smoke and mirrors and there's something else going on. And they are panicking. Like when there's a list of all of the voices that were screaming at the top of their lungs at Putin and at what's going on in Ukraine. And I've used a rule for a long time now that whoever screams the loudest, that's the opposite direction. You're going, you're going to go the opposite way, okay? Because if the media is screaming like this and plastering 24-7 propaganda to try to get emotional reactions out of you, and they're not actually posting factual information, and they're splicing in video game footage and old photos and all that, I think, and, and these are the same people that just did the whole pandemic psyop on you. So, you know, I think we can agree that there's something going on that is not being talked about. And it must mean that they're freaking out because then you also have people like George Bush Jr. coming out against Putin and I stand with Ukraine. Sean Penn is down there apparently shooting a film and doing his whole thing. All the celebrities. George Soros is out there tweeting about it, guys. George Soros. The Clintons. The Obamas. Obama did a big post about this, about what needs to be done against Russia. And it's just, there's so many other accounts. I'm just going to look up. I had a post on this. I'll try to find it. But if these are the people that are desperately virtue signaling, because that's the thing, the virtue signaling is going like off the charts right now. Everybody's getting all their makeup done and ready to go. And they're going on TikTok and they're like, oh, I stand with Ukraine. I stand with the Russian Ukrainian model that's holding an airsoft rifle, defending herself against Putin. Even though that guy's walking around in the street going out for lunch, you know, um, just trying to get followers, trying to get a certain view of this out to the public. And then now they're going to do the same thing with this as they did with COVID, with, as they've done with everything else, as they're going to label anybody that questions their narrative as being all the names they get, they called the truckers and all the other people and the conspiracy theories. They're going to pull out all of those names they've been using forever. So just don't, don't let it get to you. Expect it. Expect it. And yes, this is another point that they can divide you and your family about. Because what really shocked me was the amount of people that I just stood, stood side by side on social media and even physically to fight against the lying media and government when it came to the pandemic and when it came to the trucker convoy and the, the peaceful demonstrations in Canada. And they're falling for the Ukraine op. And I'm like, what happened? We just talked about the media. You got you to gotta watch those guys. They're a bunch of sharks. They're a bunch of sharks. And they're paid by even bigger sharks. And your politicians don't even get me started. 
But of course, there was one, uh, one thing I wanted to show you guys. I thought Trump did a pretty good speech the other day. And I just, there was a nice little clip. He said something very interesting because he's starting to sound a lot like, uh, like what I've been saying. It's kind of weird. So take it away, Mr. President. They use big tech to censor you. They use the deep state to spy on you. They use the intelligence agencies to frame you. They use the media to slander you. They use the legal system to persecute you. You, It is a persecution. They rig elections to disenfranchise you and destroy you and ruin your lives. I've seen the anger and the hatred and the horror at the 2020 election. All the while they claim as they are the ones defending democracy. They say they are the ones that are going to defend your democracy and your justice. It's a lot of bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see that. That's what it is. Oh, wait. I can hear They are the ones that are going to defend your democracy and your justice. It's a lot of bullshit. That's what it is. It is a lot of bullshit. The man is speaking the truth there, man. Like it's it's straight up. I'm so surprised he came out and actually said that. Well, I'm not surprised because we know, but I'm just saying, like, this is gonna hit everybody's thinking about this now. Have you noticed that everybody's catching on now? How many people have woken up in the past three months compared to three months prior? Woken up to the fact that they're being lied to and manipulated. And that their governments are breaking law. And that they're doing it without any cause. And in fact, the cause was set up to be the Trojan horse to come in and change the laws of your country. To bring in new laws, to bring in new leaders, to eliminate the good moral people and to promote the corrupt people. People are waking up to this on many different levels, and they're starting to realize that none of these instances are disconnected from each other. This is all part of a greater war that is going on. And so what's going to happen now? So now the people that have woken up and are still fighting against all these mandates and all this stuff, they're now realizing, well, wait, these guys are now lying to me about this Ukrainian thing. And they were the same people that lied to us about the elections. And they were the same people that have been lying to us about all kinds of stuff. That's what people are waking up to. And it's exponential. And that's terrifying them. So is it any coincidence that now all of a sudden there's a war? Now all of a sudden the news cycles have to be clogged up with this and they're not even talking about COVID anymore? CDC is coming out saying the masks are, we don't need them. Numerous states are dropping mandates. Numerous countries are dropping mandates. Even certain provinces in Canada are dropping mandates, although the vast majority of the country, like I live in British Columbia, and they're just pretending like nothing's happening. They're just like, oh, nope. <laughs> we keep all the same rules for as long as humanly possible. We're not going to give up our power just yet. And now everybody's talking about this war. So is it going to be World War III? I'm telling you, World War III already started after 9-11, okay? And it's been going on ever since. It's a cold war. It's a spy war. It's an information war. It's a psychological and a spiritual war. And it's now just getting a little bit hotter 
It's coming out to the surface. We're seeing a war that's been happening behind the scenes underground that's coming to the surface now. That's what we're seeing. And it comes in different biological attack over here, interfere in elections and change up the power leadership over there, invades invasions over here, laser pointer goes over there. It's just, this is the art of their warfare, asymmetric warfare. So... Are they going to get to the nuclear option? Is this going to become like a Cuban Missile Crisis scenario again, real or staged? Like we don't like. Where are they going to go with this? That's the question. So we're all watching. But I'll tell you right now, our politicians are pretending like the trucker convoy never even happened because they they can't talk about it anymore. They, it it destroyed them completely. The optics were horrible. They lost. They showed their hand. They showed how tyrannical they are. They show what they're willing to do. They show that they don't care what you think. They show that they're serving other masters. That woke up a lot of people. So Canada's regrouping. Trust me. It's going to be the summer of protest. And it's going to happen around the world. Kudos to the U.S. for doing the trucker convoy. I had an idea. I thought, as I'm thinking through all the scenarios with the mandate thing and, and with the whole idea of the truckers, that... Instead of continually doing the same thing in different countries, which is all great. I mean, I think it's great for optics. I think it's great for morale boosting. Is Biden going to change his mind? Does, is his mind even present in the equation? I don't know. Um, but what it does is it helps wake people up and it helps give them hope. Canada became unified in a way that it's never been unified before. So if it was a PSYOP, thank you, PSYOP. You just woke up Canada and unified the country. Well done. Uh, it, it, it would inspire many people. It gave people hope. It gave people purpose. It made us go, okay, we're not the only ones. We're not alone. So it's valuable in the U.S., right? And especially with all the other stuff that the U.S. has had to go through since January 6th, since for the past five, six years, for the past decades of being divided and conquered from within. A way to unify the country. Right as all the liberals are regretting voting for Biden, are seeing the lies that are coming from the media, are seeing the lies that they've been told by the Pelosi's and the Biden's and the Obama's and the Clinton's and all of these different people, even on the Republican side. They're seeing that there's a swamp that needs to be drained. They know it now more than ever on all sides. Everybody's starting to catch on. So a trucker convoy right now is actually a really good idea just for that, just to keep that momentum going and to show those newbies that are just popping out of, of the trance, out of the spell, you're not alone. That's a good thing. However, that said, strategically, I was thinking kind of as like an Aikido strategist, like what's the Aikido move here? Because in Aikido, you don't want to directly use force. You're always looking to redirect force. That's all Aikido and Judo and Jiu-Jitsu is, is it's go with, not against. When they push, you pull. When they pull, you push. You don't use energy. You piggyback your energy on top of their energy and you throw their attacks back to them and you tie them up and you strategically dominate them and you positionally dominate them without using force. They use the force. You just redirect the force back into them and that's how you win. That's the strategy. So I'm like, what's that play in this scenario? In my opinion, general strike, park with the trucks. You don't need to be on the convoy, aside from what I said earlier, for those purposes. In, ter in terms of really putting some pressure on your government and on all the people that have phantom honking syndrome and are petrified of that, 
Uh, meanwhile, they should be petrified of what their government's doing to them. Um, they just park all the trucks and nobody goes to work for a week. You could call in sick with COVID. And what if all the truckers that got kicked out of Ottawa just called in sick with COVID? Doesn't take long for the uh, supply to be shut down. And then you're going to go, well, David, that's helping the globalists. It's like, yeah, but they're going to do that anyways. Through war, through all these other things, through the strangulation of the economy. They're already in the process of doing that. What we're doing is it's Operation Warp Speed. Why is Operation Warp Speed in this context a good strategy? Because it speeds up. It forces the enemy to play hands that they didn't want to play yet. It forces these tyrants and these liars to play hands they didn't want to play yet. That's the art of war. And guys, just for the FBI agents listening in or the CSIS agents or the RCMP listening in, when I talk about art of war and war strategy and all this kind of stuff, it's rhetorical hyperbole and I am being metaphorical. We're talking about the inner war, the psychological war. The war to restore our freedom. You should join us. <laughs> Why are you fighting for these devils? Okay. Why are you supporting them? You should come on our side. Anyways, um, just a shout out to my intelligence friends there. Um, yeah, just non-compliance in mass. Take off your masks. Stop buying stuff from these big stores. Stop supporting the beast. Take your money out of the big banks if they're going to work in a fascistic manner with the government to garnish your and shut down and freeze and give economic sanctions to your accounts. If they're even if they're getting they're rolling that back now, they tried to do it. They tried to do it in Canada. That alone should be sending shivers up your spine. I don't care what side you're on. The, the government is setting a precedent that they have the ability to just do that. And we're not even at the stage of having an actual fully implemented digital ID system yet? What happens when there's a digital ID system? Oh, you don't return those library books on time. We're going to shut down your bank accounts. You say that the media is lying. You're going to shut down your bank accounts. Like It's just like the way they shut down your Facebook account. They trained you before all of this to get used to that kind of governance because that's what this all is about. It's about the Great Reset. It's about the New World Order. Call it what you want. They've called it all of those names. Those are just PR names that they use. So you have to fight the war that they're handing you on the that field. The war is they're sanctioning you economically. They're raising all the gas prices and the food prices already. Okay. They're doing it already. What we're saying is speed up the agenda, force the hand early so that everybody watches it and it wakes more people up. Cause that's the only hope really of stopping these people is to get a mass movement of people that are not going to buy what they're selling. That's how does a business go out of business? Think just simple, simple stuff. How does a business stay in business versus how does a business end up going out of business? Well, a business goes out of business when it no longer has any clients buying the products, right? We support through our, and it's not even just money. Like that's one part of this, just the beginning stages, you know, stop buying stuff at Walmart and Costco and all that stuff the best you can, right? That's just the beginning. What about pulling away your mental and spiritual support? What about 
just non-compliance. Take your mask off. Take your masks off your kids. Take the flack for a while. You're going to find that a lot of people just don't give a shit anymore. And the few that do, just inside laughter, okay? Like, why? Why? Why are you guys still all about this? Clearly it doesn't work. It's not going to protect you from Putin. So, apparently. So, stop complying. Stand up for what you believe in. Have the conversation. Share the truth. Get the information out there. Get involved with your communities. Learn who in your, in your communities has your back if, if, if shit hits the fan. Or if we need to have a week where we put some pressure through peaceful demonstrations against the government by literally just staying home. Like what if all the trades, anybody that believed in this, you wouldn't even need everybody. You wouldn't need all the truckers. You wouldn't need all the farmers. You wouldn't need all the people that drive CN rail. You just need a pretty good portion of them that just, all right, I got COVID. I'm at home with the Ukrainian variant right now. So I can't come into work for at least a week, maybe 10 days. And if everybody does it, you don't have to drive and get your car, your truck compounded. You don't have to freeze your ass off in Ottawa. You don't have to do any of that stuff. That hard work has been done. The first phase has been done. Well done. Hats off to you. Much love and respect. It was necessary. That was an amazing performance by Canadians. No, no violent instances in, in three whole weeks. Hold the line, even when you're getting bullied and pushed around and sneered at and spit on and attacked and smeared. Held the line with unity, love, and freedom. That's how you do it. You do the opposite of what they're doing. When they push, you pull. When they pull, you push. When they hate, you love. When they lie, you tell the truth. When they try to freak you out, find your courage. When someone comes up and tells you the sky is falling, it's all hopeless and this evil cannot be surmounted because evil is somehow just a dominant force in the game, do the opposite. It ain't the only show in town. That's a projection of people's own internal powerlessness in their own lives coming out and casting upon that theory that there is no hope. Don't listen to them. Don't be that person. You got to bring light to the darkness. You don't bring darkness to the, to the darkness. You don't bring light to the light. You bring light to the darkness. We have to look at it. We have to see it. And the reason why the, the evil side always seems to be dominant is simply because, A, it has better PR than the good and the truth. Um, but lies and evil and corruption and criminality seems to dominate because the good... Are, don't even want to admit that evil exists. But the evil side studies the good and looks at you and takes notes and surveils you and puts your information in databases and studies how you think and how you move and what you post and what you say and what you do and how you do it and where you spend your money. They study you. They watch you like a hawk. But the reason we're not watching The Watchers is because most people are still too traumatized to even admit that there is something to watch, that evil's there, that criminality's there. They don't want to because it's a preferred state of mind. The ponies and rainbows mindset is the preferred state of mind, but it doesn't mean it's correct or congruent with the facts of reality. So evil only thrives when good people do nothing, and the reason good people do nothing is because they don't study evil. They don't know how it operates. 
because they're afraid of the evil that every human being has the potential to be a part of. They're afraid of the trauma of facing that evil. And we just got to get over that. Our goal is to help people get over that. Our goal is to help talk to people about learning about who they are, learning about their immune system, learning about their, their mind and their intuition and, and how they can think for themselves, learning about the good, the bad, the ugly, learning how to find proper self-care, self-esteem, self-love, all that stuff so that you have the foundation and the strength to actually fight this fight. This fight is happening in the psycho psychological and spiritual domain. We're just seeing the effects on the physical domain. And so we need to equip people when we share information, not with fear, dear, fear and gloom, and they're going to start launching nukes all over the place. If they start launching nukes all over, then it's over. Okay. So don't talk about what ifs, future maybes. May you can talk about maybes, but just be careful with that. I'm even talking to myself because we all get carried away with it. We all are curious and we want to know, and you know, we want to see a good ending to this, but this is the time for courage. This is a time for, um, you to take back your own freedom, even if the world is trying to take it from you. And if the whole world is lying to you, then you have to be that much more grounded in the truth. And you can't be grounded in the truth about what's happening around you if you're not grounded in the truth of what's happening inside you, right? Does that make sense? So it's an inside job. All of this is an inside job. All knowledge is ultimately self-knowledge. We're learning a lesson here. Psyops or no psyops, a mixture of all these things or not. We are learning the lesson. We are witnessing this time. We've incarnated in this life, on this planet, in this time to experience this, to make a change, to grow, to learn, to be the white blood cells. So let's stay on that course. Let's remember we're not alone. Let's remember that the people doing this, the people lying, the people that have this diabolical agenda, they are the little man syndrome people. They are terrified of you, especially the scary ones. That's why they have to lie to you. That's a sign that they're scared of you. If they weren't scared of you, they wouldn't have to lie to you. They would just come right out and say it. Well, they are kind of coming out and saying it, but I think that's more to do with the fact that they're desperate at this point. Look how quickly they got to change the narrative now. The whole thing's crumbling down around them. And I just hope you guys can zoom out to that big view to see that. Don't get caught in the fixed, put the blinders on. It's only all about Ukraine right now, or it's only about the pan, or it's only about this. Zoom out. Don't just look at the bad news. Look at the good news. Canada just won a big court hearing where a judge ruled in the favor of a mother who was against giving their child this vaccine versus the father who was wanting to give the child vaccine. And the judge actually said, you know, it's the mother that came with evidence and a sound, intelligent argument. She's not breaking any laws. She's looking out for the best interest of her child. She has every right to do it. And the judge ruled in her favor. Look at what happened in New Zealand. We got Reiner Fulmick working on stuff. We got all kinds, like, do you know how many people are trying to sue Trudeau right now in the full federal government of Canada? The Civil Liberties Association is trying to sue them. Brian Peckford, one of the last surviving architects of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, is trying to sue the federal government. Rocco Galati is suing the federal government and the provincial governments. He's been working on that for a while. 
tons of these things. The Mounties for Freedom are suing, or Police and Guard for the, all these groups are trying to go after them legally. And all it's going to take is one of these cases to break through. And it's over because it's a legal precedent. So don't let anybody tell you that it was all in vain and the truckers failed and we're totally screwed. And no, no, no. We've had many victories because remember that, remember the battlefield is not the streets of Ottawa. It's not Kiev. It's not DC. The battlefield is your mind. That's the battlefield. Your worldview has been formed and shaped by other people. That's why everybody's under control. So to take back the control, we've got to deprogram. And there's two forces at work right now. Those trying to help wake up their fellow man and those helping to put them back to sleep. Those trying to inspire their fellow man and those trying to create hysteria, paranoia, and fear, doom, and gloom. That's the fight. It's not the things. It's not about Russia. It's not about any of this the pandemic and how many vaccines. It's, that's the physical, that's the effects. So they get you fighting the world of effects to the point where you've lost the inner battle and everybody's giving up. Who could, everybody's giving up. Not everybody. But there's a lot of people that I'm like, what? Why are you giving up so soon? Wow. How the mighty have fallen. It's way too early to be giving up. It's only just begun. And you're not alone. And as long as I'm drawing breath, I'm going to be here trying to cover it to the best of my ability. And if you can do your part as well, and everybody does their little thing, and you take care of your inner house, your inner mind, your inner soul, and then you go and take care of others, be fearless. This is not a time for cowering. This, is a, this could be the greatest victory we've ever had. Look at the potential of this win. If we win our freedom here, if we win exposing these dark, dark, dark souls, these dark agendas, these evil, corrupt people, if we expose that and win freedom back on this front, there's, it's just going to be dominoes from there. And what kind of a world could we live in without being preyed upon by these international predators, these intraspecies predators? What would the world be like if they weren't in the thrones of power? What if we had good people in, in positions of influence and authority and, and uh, decision-making, et cetera. What we, the t we all, that means all of us have to work on ourselves to become better, to heal our own wounds and traumas and fears and anxieties so that we're not prone to the forces of evil. See, it's that Yoda thing. It's, it's brilliant where he's like, it all starts with fear. Fear which came, came from trauma. So it should be trauma led to fear and then fear leads to anger and then anger leads, and it's the red flame of anger, by the way, he's talking about, not the blue flame. Fear leads to the red flame of anger and then that red flame of anger turns into hate and then that hate turns into suffering. It's a calculation that was made thousands of years ago. He's just echoing many, many sages, okay? And uh, so how do you get yourself out of the zone of becoming what you hate and, and becoming part of the dark side? Well, you work on your fear because that's where it started. Work on your trauma. Face it. That's where it started. And then now you're a white blood cell because you're not oozing all of that anxiety and toxicity onto other people. You're not contaminating 
the truth with your inner lie. And now the truth comes out pure and people sense that and they're inspired by it and they go, wow, you actually care about me enough to tell me this? It's not coming from a place of you just trying to be right and get your word in and this competition we're all having with people. No, you actually care. I see that you care. I see that you really want to know. I see that you're, you've done your work. You put the time in. That's incredible. That's the response you're looking for. But you can't do that. You can't be effective in this fight if you're contaminated with your own anxiety about what's going on. So <laughs> multi-pronged approach to your research. Research the facts of what's going on. Counterbalance that with that inner shadow work, spiritual meditation, yoga, martial arts stuff, whatever you got to do to take care of yourself. Make sure you're eating healthy food. Make sure you're not buying toxic stuff, right? And don't support Vanguard and BlackRock to the best of your ability. And take care of your finances. Figure it out with your family. What are you going to be doing with your finances? Where are you going to invest? What are you going to support? What are you voting for? Your money is your vote. That's the real vote. So vote well, but then also learn to also see the victories. Learn to see the victories. We haven't won the whole war, not by a long shot. I might not even be alive long enough to see that. I don't know. We don't know, okay? But we're getting a lot of good victories. So that's all I can say about it. I think this whole Russia-Ukraine thing is a much, much, much bigger operation that's going on that they're not wanting to tell you about. I think that they are ducking and running and covering for the fact that the pan the pandemic is coming around all around them. And we're very close to, I think, even seeing some justice. So I think it's going to be a crazy few months, maybe even a crazy few weeks. But um, I hope I've at least given you enough today. I know you guys are probably all looking at the stuff I showed you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found it valuable, please help me share this out. Help me get these shows out as far as possible. Feel free to download them. And if you like certain clips, clip them out, put them on your social media. That really helps a lot. If you like the cult of the medics, please help me share that out as well. Let's get that first half as viral as possible so that I can truly blow your minds with the second half. I got a lot of big plans with that. I've already got all the music picked out. I've already got all the clips. So I need a few more clips. Um, I got a lot, I've already been doing interviews, unique interviews. So lots coming in the pipeline. So yeah, I think I'm going to leave that there for today. Uh, thank you for coming to hang out with me in this live stream guys. Without you, I couldn't be doing this. Thanks to anybody that's been donating or supporting or sharing out my stuff. I greatly appreciate it. It helps a lot. Please be sure to support alternative and independent media during this time. Um, go support those American truckers, keep supporting those Canadian truckers and keep supporting those truth warriors and freedom fighters out there guys, because in the end, as I always say, it's the truth that has the final word. Truth wins. Thanks everybody. Much love. I'll catch you next time. Cheers.